I'm Liana. I am joined by Ron and Nick, and today we'll be discussing John Bonet Ramsey. So, in my opinion, this is well, this is one of my favorite true crime cases. Um, not in like a weird, creepy way, but there's just so much happening here that deviates from the norm. So, I'm super excited to talk about this. I do want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, and your thoughts and I think everyone watching and, and listening is familiar enough with this where we don't sort of have to go through the facts and I think we can just jump into the to the meat and gravy of this thing so initial thoughts about the case about you know any feelings about who you think may have may have uh, done it uh, and then we can sort of talk about well, I feel like it might be helpful to go over the basic facts okay. just All in right. case just in case go ahead, um, okay so let's see so the the Ramsey family is like a family of like five in Boulder, Colorado. John Bonet was like the star little girl who was a beauty pageant queen. Um, and then at the age of six, she was found brutally murdered in their basement. That's a pretty good summary, right? Yeah. Right. And this, and this happened in 90, uh, 96. 96. So, so me being, I'm going to take a leap of faith, guys, that I'm probably the only person who was uh, growing up around then. I remember. You're good. Yeah. I, I remember <laughs> uh, I, w- I would have been in 96. I, would, I was uh, a junior in high school. So I remember uh, it hitting national news, and that was, and now we're talking about it still, right? So it's 25 whatever years later. And now the John Bonet Ramsey story, this uh, I don't want to say myth, but but this this uh, it it really has uh, implanted itself in American culture and American true crime. You know, now that true crime is such a thing, you know, my wife cannot Don't she she that. needs to watch something about murder every day. Yeah, you're not in your head. She's so so. But now I'm the biggest junkie. It but, is. But, but I, but I feel like that's one of the like you know one of the one of the real ones where it took national attention right the the, the just the, her presence you, learning about the family learning about her learning about uh, it, her picture right you'll never forget mm-hmm. her picture like she's all like her hair is just this this huge enormous hair um, it, it's something that's just embedded in your psyche is just remembering all the time and for it to still be talked about and debated. Uh, you know, there's relevant. a there was, and and that's true, uh, relevant and also and and also um, the the idea of um, how the, it's hit popular culture. There was a documentary on, I believe it was Netflix, which I saw because my wife likes watching uh, anything having to do with murder. But but it reminded me like, oh my God, that's still an unsolved mystery. This poor this poor lady and all these theories that came in, and just so that I get it out, the the, the documentary implied that. The little brother in mm. a fit of rage. That's where I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil it for you. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> you can. She Somebody's does, got it. She, she dies at the end. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> so that in a fit of rage hits hits her with the pineapple. Or pineapple yeah, yeah. No, it, no, it was a um, a flashlight. A flashlight. They were oh, fighting over pineapple. Over the pineapple, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that and that the parents didn't know what to do, and they covered it up by doing this elaborate. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, letter the producer's gonna kill me for hitting the mic again. Uh, doing this elaborate mic, uh, excuse me, not mic, this elaborate letter uh, that is very, very long. And, and I, you know, I read it, I, the one time or two times I've read it, it was very convoluted. 
but um, so that's the theory that was implied, or maybe not implied. That was that was put forth in the documentary. But um, that's actually why I printed the letter. Is because oh, right. I think it's so. There's just so much here, and this is just one of those pieces of evidence to me that is so out of the norm. It's just not something you see. It's not really something that makes any kind of logical sense. And so that's what I really wanted to talk to you guys about. So that's what that is. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought a printed version because you hear a lot of discussion about like matching handwriting samples. But when I read this printed version where you don't see the handwriting, I start thinking like, well, why wouldn't you try to match the writing style? Yeah. Like, screw the, the handwriting. They right. could have forged that or, like, you know, just changed it. But you can't really change the way you write. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they put much time into that, though. And, well, there was the other thing is that they, they, they asked for the DNA evidence to be uh, investigated, and the um, whoever signs off on the, the prosecutor didn't want to do it because mm-hmm. the prosecutor thought that there wasn't enough evidence. And, like, looking back now, like, DNA evidence exonerate so many people you know you really and you know again 25 mm-hmm. years ago it wasn't as trusted as it is today so it is uh you know it's, at the end of the day the six-year-old little girl was strangled and, and, and hit maybe i don't know like the implications right that well just think about it right the implication that she died accidentally in a fit of rage from the brother from the hit to the head means that someone had to go and pretend and strangle her to, to cover it up. And it had to be one of her But she parents. was alive. It, it, it was, she was, so based on the autopsy is that she wasn't, I mean, it, it was trauma to her head, right? She had a, right. a broken skull, but I guess when they do the autopsy, they can tell that she was still alive. Oh, so she, um, you know, there was to me no sort of sense of, okay, let, let's try to save her. It was like, okay, we, we messed up. Um, uh, so let's let's kind of cover this up. But it, it sounds like we're kind of going down this road of like that the parents were involved to a certain extent. So here's here's why I'm on board with that theory because so alternate theories have come up, right? Um, it was some crazy pedophile. She was in the you know public eye, and it was this neighbor, that neighbor, whatever. And to a certain extent, I can follow that road. I'm like, okay, okay, I can get on board. All right. But it's this letter that doesn't make sense. And here's why. Because they were able to confirm that the the letter was written from inside the home. So it was written by a pen that belonged to uh, Patsy Ramsey, the mother. It was from a notebook um, or, or stack of papers that came from inside the home. And there was, uh, and this was the second draft, okay? So... Who in their right mind, first of all, writes a letter that this is typed up? So I'm talking like handwritten. This thing is like three pages. Who comes in to commit a crime when everyone is at home and spends like not just one draft, (laughs) but second draft and drafts like a three page ransom letter from inside the house? It just right. If like if you're I mean, I'm not a criminal. I don't know. But I would assume if I was going to go in to commit a crime, I'd be in and out not just standing there over like someone's desk and drafting <laughs> ransom letters. Yeah. What do you guys think yeah. about that? Um, I completely agree with you. Um, another piece of evidence that I read actually just this morning is that, uh, so the brother was I think 10 years old and John Bonet was six. This is, it's the same age differential as me and my little sister actually. Not that I'm getting any ideas or whatever I did back then, but um, <laughs> He, those are two ages where, you know, siblings constantly fight. And, and supposedly this brother did have a history of hitting her with blunt 
objects, um, including a golf club one week before, which like was actually like gave her a serious injury and was noted because she was in the media and stuff. But um, basically, th there was a pattern of the brother hitting her, um, even though lots of brothers hit their sisters. But yeah. So so this letter starts off with Mr. Ramsey. Listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. What? Like, so, like... <laughs> Straight out of a movie. Like, the, yeah. the French are coming They're, to get your kid. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, writing like, in perfect English. <laughs> yeah, writing in perfect English. <laughs> we do respect your business, but not the country that it serves. So now it's like a, a, a political sort of... Yeah, thing. they should like, they should like look back at what sort of like uh, news was going on in the world with like foreign, <laughs> I don't know, agencies or something at the time that he got this idea of like right. That from. And then and then you will withdraw one hundred eighteen thousand dollars from your from your bank account. Which this is another uh, very important point is that it's a it's a very odd number not a hundred thousand not two hundred not one fifty but one hundred eighteen, which is the exact bonus amounts that he got that year, uh, he being uh, the father, Mr. Ramsey. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean maybe the, the foreign faction had access to his like uh, company's tax returns or something and knew how much he just I made. Mean, but even I don't so, know. my understanding is that this family was very, very wealthy. They've got like yeah. millions of dollars. So you're going to, if you're a foreign, you're, you're going to come and ask him for a hundred grand. I mean, it was a lot of money back then, I guess, but Right, and, and, and we probably should also talk about like Boulder, Colorado, which was always brought up during during this documentary that I that, that I just saw, and it still is. It's a very quiet town. Like mm -hmm. like not a lot happens there. It's not like L.A. here. It's beautiful. It, I love it there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a very quiet town. Not a lot happens. So the other thing is that the people that were supposed to prosecute investigate things were just wholly unprepared. Yeah. For the level yeah. of media attention and details that they should have brought in either a mm -hmm. sister agency or a national agency to really do it so that mistakes that are now being pointed out, right, at Monday back quarterbacking, um, uh, is, is, is this is one of the things we're like, well, when you read these things, like, well, why wasn't this glaring? Why didn't you act on this immediately? Mm -hmm. Except, you know, it just keeps right. going. A police going. department that probably spends most of its time like breaking up parties at UC yeah. or at CU Boulder and whatever and doing DUI cases and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have But then again, crimes. it's like they don't have violent crime. So when you see something like this, this is relatively elaborate, right? Um, you have a missing missing child, you have a crazy ransom note from like another country. Do you not <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly another country. Allegedly. I mean, I don't want to laugh, but it's just it's with, we don't have any background in law enforcement, but wouldn't your initial thought be, wow, we may potentially be in over our heads, right? Let's bring right. in the FBI. Let's bring in, uh, you know, like you said, a, a sister. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Like even any reference to a, a foreign faction probably involves, should involve the FBI or CIA or something. Right. And so none of that happened. Um, and uh, so any sort of final thoughts on this before we kind of move on to... On, on, the, on, on the note? On, on the note. Yeah, I mean, the, the note is an absolute... It, everything was so bizarre, but the note is really just... just I, I don't know why the parents were, like, immediately put on. Like, mm -hmm. Wait a minute. I just think that the amount of detail in this note, like, the first 100K will be in $100 bills and remaining 18 is in 20... Like... Who writes like it's this? Movie I characters. Mean, movie like, characters. I like. Just, I read this note. It sounds it's like just, it's, it's, it's taken it's from a almost, movie. Yeah. Exactly. It's almost like it, it's it's laughable at, at how sort of. Well, 
I think the other thing is you can also find this is something you would write under stress, right? Like, yeah, I need, exactly. I need, yeah. I need to make up a note, and what do I do? And the first mm-hmm. thing you think of, like, well, think of money, and then like, yeah. well, we have to make it like somewhat longer. Like, okay, we'll break it up somehow. <laughs> it just seems like the decisions that were made under a lot of stress, mm-hmm. uh, but yet, you know, you needed to. And two there's to there's do. also there's also <laughs> a lot of back and forth between listen to us carefully and then I will. So it's almost like does this person not know? Is it a we? Is it an I? Are you a foreign faction? Are you, you an individual? To, Are yeah, you? you need to have a consistent uh, first person. Yeah, of and, we and know there that about isn't. So <laughs> what we are right. And so I, this whole thing to me is just so bizarre. Um, and, and, I, and I agree. I think it, it is consistent with someone, whoever it is, but you know, someone who's trying to very quickly cover up their tracks. Uh, and did a very poor job in an attempt to look very um, legitimate, I think. I have a question for Ron. Ron, at the time, was there like a common public sentiment about who did it or how it went down or something that's changed since then? I think everybody immediately thought it was, um, it was, this is my impression, right? Mm -hmm. It was either an intruder or the, the, the parents who, who put this child through a very rigorous, right? It takes it takes a lot of uh, care, but also a for- certain amount of discipline to change or, or to 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 mold, right? A four or five year old little girl into a smiling mannequin mm-hmm. for beauty pageants, and I think there was also this sense of like maybe the parents went too far. That she, you know, maybe uh, John Vinay had. Uh, told her mom something that just the, the mom or dad didn't agree with in the same dynamic of m- mom and, you know, mom, not mom child, but mom, you're uh, a beauty pageant contestant and that it went too far and they got frustrated with her, you know, you know, not allowing, not, not listening to her and that maybe that, that tipped the line and it just went too far. Right. Cause that is a huge thing, right? The reason we, the reason, again, the, the, she is emblazoned in my head forever is because of her picture as this totally, you know, totally dolled up uh, uh, Barbie in these pictures. And you're like, what kind of a parent has to do so much with the child discipline wise and, and a concentrated effort because five year old girls, six year old girls don't go like, I want to do this. Like it, it takes, it, mm-hmm. there, there was a reality five, show on this. Right. Oh my God, I, I can't have to, you know, yeah. like the, the idea of having somebody just, the parent has to impose so much discipline and have such a tight leash for that, uh, for that end product from a five-year-old that I think a lot of people were suspecting like maybe the mom just flipped out right like right. It's, it's it's a rubber band if waiting any to snap. parent could pull this off it'd be a beauty pageant parent right and a beauty pageant parent has to have like there's just it's it's a rubber band waiting to snap in my opinion either the child going you know what I don't want to do this anymore I want to you know go do something else or the parent flipping out I'm tired of telling you the same thing over and mm-hmm. over again and it just taking it a step too far. That 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 was my memory of it. Mm-hmm. I think the the second is is more probable because I mean a four or five. I don't think you understand enough to say I'm not really interested in, in doing. I could be wrong, but I, I don't think a five year old would say I don't want to do this anymore. In my mind, I've always kind of thought like they were trying to discipline her to do something. Maybe it's learn dance moves or because you know they have talent shows. I think during these uh, pageants, uh, what or or put on a dress or whatever, and they maybe. Hit her. I, I don't know. We, I guess we'll never know. But hitting her with with a flashlight or, or baseball or whatnot—that is just taking it so extreme, making it so extreme. So 
So no mention of the uh, pineapple eating brother back then. No, not not at uh-huh. all. And 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 thinking about because the idea, right? The, people were not woke at any level in in the nineties. Uh, and and the idea that you would empathize with the experience of a brother who is in the shadow of this person, uh, an older brother who's in the shadow of this person, maybe just having their own feelings and lashing mm-hmm. out, is something that. I don't. I don't think we. You know, we had the bandwidth for at that time. It because that's complex, right? Right. That's a complex right. thing. Like to be like, well, you know, somebody, somebody that is jealous of the parents putting too much attention on one person. Well, yeah, it's it's. I you know, if 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 my younger, I don't have any siblings, but if my younger sibling was having any type of augmented attention at at a even at a local level, just the town, the small town of Boulder, or nationally in that little. And, and then, you know, I'm not getting any, especially the attention of my parents, even if it's negative tension from the parents, you lash out. Things are going to lash out. And those are very complex things to think about that people in the 90s, you know, just weren't, you know, we weren't really, we were just coming out of the riots then, mm-hmm. right? Like in 93 uh, and, and dealing with, with that whole thing, like the idea of, of making this more complex mm-hmm. is just not something I think either the national media or the audience was really willing to do. It's like, it was either intruder or the parent, yeah. right? It was. It couldn't be anything else. The you know any well, any like, complexity. Would I have mean, been you there. have like I said, you have the ransom note, and then there was because um, they ultimately found found her body in the basement, and there was a broken window, right? So it just initially, it's like okay, intruder. Why would it be the parents, right? And and I agree. Um, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. So looking back and kind of dissecting everyone's behavior and all the things that they did that day, now to us, true crime junkies, but also people who you. You know, it, it makes more sense to kind of buckle down and say, hey, something's not right here. But but as we talked about, you have a potentially inexperienced law enforcement agency, um, you know, sort of all of these weird, bizarre mm-hmm. um, facts and things that are coming up that I think it just. Yeah. And, and I mean, we talk about, um, you know, the the complex emotional psychological things associated with the thought of like a brother being jealous and and you know taking um that up with violence but i think it's most likely that you know little siblings they get jealous and they fight and maybe he just grabbed something and accidentally killed mm-hmm. a fragile six-year-old skull um it probably wouldn't take that much strength might have been an accident accident now the parents mm-hmm. come downstairs and they say oh shit well, what do we do now? Right. He didn't so it's necessarily not have to do it out of like a malicious right. intent. But. Right, but it's not exactly how a mature adult or set of adults, I think, react in a situation like that, right? I mean, again, you have you have two kids. I assume they fight. They're two little boys. You know, if one of them oh smacks the other one oh and like, God forbid, it just, it escalates. Is your first, I just, I... For me, it's always interesting to get into the mindset of these people because it's just, oh, yeah. how do you go from A to Z so quickly, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was my fascination with... Um, Lacey Peterson? And, uh, yes, but no, oh. no, no. The um, the pool. Uh, the kid pool, one. yeah, in yeah. Florida. Like how... What was her how, name? Um, we just talked about Kaylee, <laughs> Kaylee, um, Kaylee. Casey Anthony. There you go. Casey Anthony, yeah. how do you... How does an accident happen? And as a parent, your your response to that is... Okay, I'm going to stage a, a crime scene. Well, to that, the, the reaction of the parent, right? When they interviewed these parents at the time, I remember going like, why aren't these people like just devastated? 
right? Like, de- like they're not acting devastated. Oh, were they not? I haven't really oh, seen the video. Oh, but no, yeah. they were like, they, they were very, um, it, it was very, I don't want to say polished, but the, it, it lacked emotion to me. Like, like just devast, like, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever had the the unfortunate, uh, to, ha- to be really devastated over a loss. Like, you, you can't hide it. You can't. You can't like yeah, uh, you, you can't varnish it. Like you can try to be like I'm gonna try to be strong for my daughter. You know the memory of my, da- but like you lose it, right? And that is that that never was shown when they were interviewing them. And I'm like something is off. Yeah, like, and you know what's interesting is interesting. that um, so that. I so when it when all of this happened, right? So the ransom note says don't call nine one one. They call nine one one at some point. Um, and then a police officer shows up, and the first thing that Patsy, the mom, does is call all of her friends from the neighborhood and bring them in. So to me, that was actually very strange because, number one, you have an active crime scene at your home, right? So now you're going to bring mm-hmm. in your friends and a bunch of people. And I think that's where things went really south because there's a bunch of people in the home that don't belong there. They're probably moving things around. There's, you know, um, a DNA everywhere, right? Because they're touching things. There's moving things. But is your initial thought really to bring in your friends in the neighborhood it's not to sit with your husband and try to figure out what you're gonna do because number one your child's missing number two these people say they're gonna call you between eight and ten do you not just sit there anxiously and try to figure out okay we'll pay the money you know what i mean there's just so much that to me of course is no (laughs) yeah but you know there are those um you know sort of segments of society where, where the moms that like wine and brunch together only are really like closer to each other at that point in their life than really anyone else i don't know i look at it from afar and i think like i could see that i've seen those sorts of like mom communities uh where i where i could see that even though no of course it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make sense and then another thing that was in the report of the of the officer who who first arrived at the scene was that throughout the entire time uh, the parents didn't speak to each other at all. I think that's strange as well. You know, when you're experiencing this kind of a tragedy, do you not find comfort in one another? Do you not? I mean, I, I don't know, right? Like, you can never judge someone unless you, you walk a mile in their shoes, I suppose. But what are your initial thoughts? You know, you're married, you have kids. Like, put yourself in this kind of situation. What, like, what in your mind do you think would be high? You're interacting either in a positive way or in a negative way, yeah. but you're reacting. So yeah. it could either be like, this is your fault, this is your fault, fighting, 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 and like everyone's annoyed at you guys fighting because mm-hmm. you're just you're just trying to figure it yeah. out and lash mm-hmm. and do something. Or you're like sitting there and like, this is what we remember, and like there's a lot of nodding and agreeing yeah. and, and like, yeah, that's what happened. No, that's mm-hmm. not, like, like trying to help each other remember something. But the idea of just like sitting apart and not saying anything. It's strange. It's, 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 it's strange and you know, it, it's just you. You got to go with your gut, right? Like, yeah. Nick was Nick was reacting to what I was saying about uh, when they were interviewed. It almost seemed when they were being interviewed because it was televised. When they were interviewed, it almost seemed like they were more bothered at being accused than, hey, my daughter's dead and was murdered, and you guys like we should stop talking to me. Go find this person. Mm-hmm. It, it it really felt like they were just uns- like insulted, being like even yeah. even the insinuation that they did it. It, it was it was quite it was quite. Um, it, I still and remember. If I'm a, a detective, like that rings alarm bells in my head. Like if right. it, the, the the way the accused and loved ones like react in a public light. I think just says a well, lot about that's what just actually happened. how O.J. Simpson actually yeah. became a person of interest was because of his 
Stuff initial that Colin, Colorado or whatever. He was in Colorado for well, some yeah, Florida or now we're delving. Or now we're delving into how this relates to now about how people go, if this was not a the daughter of a rich white person, mm-hmm. it would not right. be getting the attention that it's that it got right. then because little kids of color have, oh, you know, and not, none of this happens. But it's, right. it's news because it's... It is. This is the theory, okay? Mm-hmm. That uh, it's it's a little you know it's it's a little rich white girl who got murdered in a very quiet white neighborhood, and oh my God, this should be news. Whereas kids of color are killed every day, and that is not mm-hmm. news, right? And that that's a different conversation, mm-hmm. but it is a conversation that we're still yeah, having. Absolutely. Yeah, and we should be having it, you know, forever. Yeah. And it, I know most still, recently that, that camping couple, yeah, that camping couple that died. Oh uh, right, or yeah. the, 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 mm-hmm. the girl died. The yeah, girl died. Like, yeah. Um, you know, around like the same se- time seven as seven native uh, girls who go missing mm-hmm. from native reservations right. like every year that don't get yeah. a. Uh, there was a. Um, uh, it was around the time where well, what's that case that Gabby Petito around That's the same it. time. Yeah, 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 um, you I really think do that was, know your I do. I do. And we talk about this stuff there, every week. <laughs> but we also do talk about it. But no, there was there was uh, I, I, a, a black girl I believe who had gone missing around the same time, and right. Gabby Petito, as we all know, was everywhere, still is, and. Right. The only reason this poor woman is is even spoken about is because people like yourself who who bring it up. It, yeah. It's just not something that gets televised or any kind of attention. Um, so maybe we'll do a podcast on that. That's actually very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but with that said, back to back to this really quickly. Um, to to kind of go back to the parents' um, uh, behavior, right? So the mom. So we're talking about a very rich white family you know their daughter is a pageant they just live they're they're just sort of that picture perfect family right so the mom claims that they had just returned from a christmas party uh the kids went to bed they went to bed um but the following morning when the police officers arrived after she made the 911 call she was her her face was fully made up she had makeup on she was wearing the clothes from the night before ah as if she didn't get any sleep as if no, she her story was well. We were about to board our private plane and go on vacation, so I just put on the first thing that I. This truly is what she says in in the transcript when she's questioned by police officers. So to me, that rung a bell because someone like that again, I don't know them, but somebody like herself is not going to put on clothes from yesterday's Christmas party. That's Hell weird no. <laughs> to go on a plane. Number one. No way. Uh, number two. Uh, from, from what she said is that they went to bed, like, do you sleep with, with the full face of makeup and wake up completely fine? I mean, none of it added up to me. Mm-hmm. It, these people don't strike me as the type of folks who who acted in accordance to what they actually said they did, right. you know? And so that tells me that perhaps she never went to sleep at night. Right. Um, and so... Or she's a vampire. Or she's a vampire. But if she never went to sleep, then my question is, what is your involvement with this? Because this happened um, uh, in the early morning hours, uh, mm-hmm. day after Christmas. Yeah. So. Well, let's let's like trace the alternative pineapple brother theory, which I believe goes. You really like, hung hey, up on this pineapple. I like it. It's a good one. <laughs> um, the, it, it goes like that night after the Christmas party, uh, the mom made the son a bowl of pineapple and milk or whatever, and that's like what he liked, um, and then. John Bonet came downstairs, wanted some, and by the way, there was pineapple found in her stomach, um, and then they fought over the pineapple, and allegedly this, the brother would have hit her in the head with a flashlight. flashlight. Yeah. So, under that theory, the 
parents would spend the whole rest of the night concocting a um, fake note with a fake murderer. And yeah, like we said earlier, one of them would have to strangle their own daughter mm-hmm. to make it look like that. Right. Which... Okay. And who knows what the brother remembers if that's the case, right? Because at ten, you could you can just that type yeah. of trauma you can mm-hmm. you can just as a as a coping mechanism make up an alternate for that yeah. reality. There are like there are videos of um, his interrogation, and he they point to the photo of a bowl of pineapple that they were eating, and he like can't even bring out the words pineapple when they ask him what it is. I mean, just you were talking about too. a yeah, nine-year-old. So another thing that I found interesting was the fact that um, there was a broken window in the basement, which is where the body was ultimately found, right? And so when questioned about it, uh, again, we're, it's, it looks like an intruder came in, but the family said that that window had been broken since the summer, so since July, August. Again, you guys are rich. You've got all the money in the world. You're not going to fix a window that leads straight into your house and you have two little kids at home? Yeah. I mean, Really? It's it's the I, I think the the they were given the benefit of the doubt by people that were unexperienced and also they probably had a lot of influence in that area uh, because of the yeah, I they mean must, they had private yeah. you know and and the idea of charging prominent people in a small town is probably not something that the people that were supposed to be prosecuting were, were able to stomach and um, it's just it, it's really a tragedy and again we're talking about the murder of a little girl. Uh, who, for many reasons, was very, very famous uh, in, in and of herself, but but you know has elevated to this legendary status, mm-hmm. um, and it's and it's there's a lot of themes that come up, right? Uh, why are we talking? You know, at the time and today, we talk about white females that are murdered, but not colored females that are murdered. Nick brought up a very good point about uh, people that are Native American. The the the. Um, the the tragedies that happen daily with disappearing women in, in Native America, um, but it's an opportunity for us to talk about that and also what happened. You know, just there there, there are double standards and sometimes things aren't aren't uh, justice was not served, quote unquote, right? Um, but at the end of the day, I can't. I would never want to be. If it is the parents, they probably suffered the most personally, even if they did quote unquote get away with it. So. The grand jury in Colorado actually indicted the parents, and then the prosecutor declined to prosecute. So that now leads to, is there a cover-up? Is there why 25 years later yeah, now the that DNA is? The amount of influence is, you know, parents who have a private jet in Boulder, Colorado, exactly, have over the DA exactly, has to be enormous. Exactly. And is there still a cover-up 25 years later because nobody's willing to kind of go back and, and revisit this case? So I agree with you. At the end of the day, you know, a, a little girl didn't get to see past the age of six, and it's so unfortunate. Um, and and I think the reason we still talk about it is because it's so ingrained in our pop culture. Her brother recently sat down with Dr. Phil and gave an interview. So this thing, kind of like OJ, I think we said this yeah. in, our, in our, it's just every few years something comes up, there's a new documentary, yeah. and kind of reminds right. us of- Didn't OJ just release a book and called then OJ, like, If I Did if It, I did how it, I would've done You know, done, like, it's just every year like these very notorious awesome. yeah. unsolved- <laughs> But I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't, <laughs> but I didn't. Oh, you should watch episode two, I think we did on OJ together. Yeah. So that, that's that why, fun. that's the old all the OJ trivia but any final uh, thoughts as we wrap up um, if the brother if you're out there watching this I'm sorry I don't want to accuse you of something you didn't do you just seem it seems like you might have 
You seem like That's a nice guy who likes pineapples and milk. Okay, well, that's uh, about all the time that we have. Thank you guys for joining. As always, this is just a really interesting uh, conversation to have. Uh, stay tuned for many more to come. If you like what you saw and what you heard, please follow us on YouTube and all podcast platforms. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>